This is the Visionary Founders Podcast, helping founders to activate their biggest visions, create extraordinary lives and businesses, and to make a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to lay the foundations and growth to create a legacy. In this show, you'll learn the practical and profound changes to make in yourself and your business to have the impact you desire, because you are a visionary founder. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today we're going to talk about something a bit different, and we are going to talk about all about the money. Now, this isn't something that I talk about all the time, but it's something that I am actually really conscious of in my own life and business. Because, you know, if you're running a business, you're not doing it just to have a good time or just to play to your passions or just to have an impact. You're also here to make money. And I think that's really important because for me, the more what I call visionaries create money in the world and create wealth, the more we make that possible for other people. And also, if you're energetically aligned with your vision, if you're doing great things, you're probably going to use that money for good things, right? So I think good people should have loads of money and wealth and abundance. And I'll talk about it in this podcast, but you know, essentially money is just another energy. And when we treat it like that, when we stop making it this thing that has power over us, this thing that can decide whether we're able to do something or not and seeing it outside of ourselves, then we can start to work with it in a really positive, productive way. And, you know, when we think about creating the life we want, the business we want, extraordinary lives and businesses, as I call it, there are two things that probably get in your way. One is time and one is money, right? So if you ever talk to somebody about, you know, who's not living their passions, not doing the business they really want to do, What's the two things they're probably going to say? Well, probably three things, time, money, and they don't think they're good enough in some way or confident enough or know enough or one of those things, right? They're not ready. And these tend to be the things that block us from moving forward and from really creating the things that we want. So today we're going to talk about money. And this is something that I've thought about a lot myself over the last few years. And If you followed my story, you'll know that I went through a divorce a couple of years ago. I was the breadwinner in the family. I'd also brought money into that relationship. And when we divorced, it was a big hit to me. And, you know, I essentially, you know, virtually had to start again. And that's been a big, big lesson to me and been really interesting because I remember somebody saying to me years ago, that in order to feel good with money, you have to know that if you lost it all tomorrow, you could make it all back again. And I thought that was an extraordinary thing to say. And I kind of sat with it a bit and I thought, I don't know if I feel like that. Like, would I be prepared to lose everything and really trust myself that I could get it back again? I don't know. So it's a really interesting question to ask yourself. But the truth is, if you believe, truly believe in abundance, if you truly believe in a flow of money, then you would believe that, right? That you can lose everything and you would just get it back again. And, you know, that actually in the losing of it, you would learn such amazing lessons that you would make it back even easier, right? And that's been a real lesson to me since I got divorced and since I took that big financial hit that, you know, my business is making more money now than it's ever made. And and more than that, I'm kind of, I feel in control of it. I feel like I can manifest the money, I don't feel nervous about the money. I know it's always coming. I know I can always create it. And I've really played with it. And I've really seen 
you know, where it works for me and where it doesn't work for me, as in when it shows up for me and when it doesn't, and when I'm in flow with it and when I put the blockers on it. And that's some of the stuff I want to share with you today. So I've got three things that I really want to talk to you about. One is what's your relationship with money? The second thing is money as energy. And the third thing is to say that if you have an issue with money, it's not really the issue. It's the underlying issue and beliefs and all of those things are really the problem. Money is not the problem. Money is just a thing that we attach things to, right? We attach beliefs to, we attach desires to. It's not really about the money. So let me backtrack to the first one, which is relationship. And this was something that somebody asked me a couple of years ago, and it was honestly one of the biggest gifts I've ever had, which was, what's your relationship with money? And I never really thought about it like that. I mean, I've always been able to create money. I've always been able to manifest money. I've always been quite naturally abundant from that perspective. But I also had a bit of feast of famine going on. You know, I had a lot of money come in my business and then nothing and then a lot and nothing. And so that made me feel like a bit unsafe with it and like I couldn't plan. I didn't know whether I could you know, book that big holiday at the end of the year because I never knew when the next piece was coming from. And if you're somebody that works on contract as an entrepreneur, you'll really appreciate what that's like if you don't have a salary or whatever. So when they asked me this question, I thought that's a really interesting question. So the, the task is to think about money as a romantic relationship and then think about how you show up in it. And honestly, this was one of these big penny drop moments where I thought, oh my Lord. So if I was in a romantic relationship with money, I would basically be ignoring it most of the time until I wanted something from it. I wouldn't pay it much attention. I certainly didn't feel grateful for it. I didn't have a loving relationship with it. I just kind of assumed it would show up for me. And then I was annoyed when it didn't. And when I thought about that, I thought, gosh, that's really bad. That is not how I do relationships. I'm a very loving, giving person, and I'm very much about positivity and gratitude and all of those things. So what this exploration did, and I really encourage you to do this exploration for yourself, is it made me realize that I was taking money for granted. And also because I've always dealt with big sums of money in my business, then I didn't value the small sums. So if somebody paid me a thousand pounds, I'd be like, oh yeah, whatever, that's like nothing, you know? And again, when I looked at it, I thought, oh my goodness, what's the message that that sends? You know, it's crazy. And so now I really focus on my money. I set intentions for how much I want to manifest in that month and ongoing months as a consistent income. And again, I'm feeling into what's the place that I can line up behind? What can I get my energy behind? There's no point saying I'm going to make a million pounds this year if that feels so outrageous that you cannot get your energy behind it. You might say, do you know what? I would love it if I could go from five to 10,000 or I could double my income every month or I could make an extra 2000 so I can save for holidays. You know, whatever the number is that you can line up behind, then line up behind it. It doesn't really matter what the number is. You know, the universe doesn't know the difference between 10 pounds and a million pounds. But if you can't line up your energy and system behind it, it's not going to manifest. So really think about your relationship with money, you know, and maybe think about what's your ideal romantic relationship, intimate relationship. And write down what that would be and then see how close or not that is to the relationship you have with money. It's a really fascinating thing to do, right? 
So I now don't ignore my money. I don't hide from it. If I have a, let's call it a conflict, if you like, in relationship terms, then I deal with it. I pay people on time. I like paying people. I like that flow of money. So again, you'll know that you, I'm sure you know people who hold on to money and then never have any because they don't allow that flow. They don't allow it to, to move, to flow. So it's a giving and receiving, giving and receiving, giving and receiving. And when you can get in that cycle with money, you started to create something really dynamic and powerful. So number one relationship, what's your relationship with money? So that then leads me on to my second point, which is money is just energy, right? So money is this peculiar thing that we have basically created from nowhere, right? We just gone from like trading, you know, cows and sheep and wheat in the fields to having money attached to gold originally. And now it's just paper, right? It doesn't actually mean anything, but we give it all this kind of like, we give notes and dollars and pounds and euros, this kind of meaning, but actually money is just an energy. So when you feel into it and you feel into that, then I think, okay, so I'm not separate from money. I'm not separate from time. All of these things I'm in an energetic relationship with. So when I allow that flow of abundance, I allow the flow of wealth. It's natural, unless I have beliefs that block that piece of abundance, right? In which case I probably block my abundance all over the place. So when I feel money is energy and I am energy, as are you, and we are all interconnected, then money is just part of my abundance flow. It's part of what I'm creating in the world. And my intention is to create an abundance of all the things in my world. So money, love, relationships, family, fun, travel, adventure, and abundance of all of these things. And money is just one of those things, you know? And when I see it as that, and I don't see money as separate from me, Again, it's like I'm in interrelationship with it. I'm interconnected with it. And so it stops being this thing out there that I have or don't have, that I love or I don't, that works with me or works against me. It's not a force in its own right. It is an energy and I work with it energetically. And again, it, you know, it's this sense of coming from a sense of connection rather than separation. Now, a sense of wholeness rather than separation. I am it and it is me. And, you know, and you are you and you are me. You know, we are connected all together. And when we know that, it's just like, how do you find your sense of flow and energy with it? So the third thing I wanted to say was that money is not really the issue. So what happens is because money is such a charged subject, and because at this point in our lives, we do need money to buy food and to get the basic human needs of food and shelter and those things, then we attach all this stuff to it. So I'll only feel safe when I've got money. I'll only feel like I'm worth it if I'm earning loads of money, right? So we attach lots of different things to money, but really it's just a representation of that thing. So if you don't have money flowing into your life and your business, it's probably because you've got this kind of like entanglement and attachment to money where you've attached something to it. And we all know that when you attach something to something external, it's never good. So if I think I only feel safe when I've got 
10,000 in the bank, say, then I've now negated my own inner sense of safety. And it means that when that 10,000 goes down, then I'm not going to feel safe. So I put all my safety attached to this thing called money, which is an external thing. So you're never going to feel empowered if that's what you do. It's just, it's a very disempowering place to be because money will go up and down and it flows and ebbs and that's what happens, right? And when you attach something to it like that, or I'll know I've made it when I've made a million pounds, really? Well, why wouldn't you just know you've made it now? If you're out there doing your work in the world, if you're evolving and growing, if you're on purpose, if you're living by your values, have you not made it already? You know, and you'll see often that when people attach those things to money, when they get the million pounds, it still doesn't help. Then it's two million or three million or five million, right? Because they haven't cleared the inner things that are driving that need for money. Yeah. So the other thing I would say is look for the beliefs, look for the things that sit underneath. And because money is very much a collective consciousness, then we also take on these collective views about money. So again, this can be a really good place to mine. And, you know, I realized that when I grew up, it was like money was not scarce, like we had enough, but we never had more than enough. You know, we didn't have enough for luxuries and those kind of things. We had enough to get by and then anything we didn't spend, we put away for a rainy day, you know? So, which is totally logical and also totally in scarcity. So I hope you can feel that as I say it, you know, you have to work hard for money. Money doesn't grow on trees. So it was definitely not, you know, and also that our relatives and our relatives have more money than us. So money was kind of not for people like us. So as I say that, I want you to really connect to your views about money, your perspectives about money, because those collective things really get so deeply embedded in us as kids and when we're young that we have to consciously evolve them. We have to consciously move beyond them. So the hardworking bit has been such a huge one for me to shift. Oh my God, I got so bored of trying to move that one. Now I find that the more relaxed and in flow I am, the more money I make. And that's been extraordinary to me. And actually when I work too hard, or I get too engrossed in the hustle and the day-to-day, I actually slow down what I can create. So it's really fascinating to know that, isn't it? Because it's counterintuitive. And it's certainly not the way that I was brought up. And so knowing those things, being able to feel into those things gives you this sense of like, oh, maybe I can challenge this. Maybe what I believe is not true, actually. So, you know, challenging what you believe, looking for, is it true or not? Is it true that you have to work hard to make money? No. I know lots of people that don't work that hard and make money, right? I know people who've gone viral on Instagram that haven't worked really hard. They just came up with an amazing idea, right? And became a millionaire, right? So it's not actually true. It's one way to make money. Absolutely. Is it the only way to make money? No. Is it the way I want to make money? No. (laughs) So really looking at these embedded beliefs is so crucial to, you know, claiming how you want to be with money and what's the relationship you want to create with money. And so I'm really encouraging you in this episode to look at all your dynamics with money, right? And to, you know, really look at, I I think we're going to a new paradigm. So I'm a coach, I'm a transformational coach, I'm a healer, I'm very intuitive, I'm here to create change in the world. 
And I want to have a wealthy, abundant life and live in a beautiful home and be able to travel and have all the things, right? That's a new paradigm. So because I want money, because I like money, because I love luxury and beautiful things, does not make me some selfish capitalist, you know? (laughs) Because if we believe in the laws of abundance, there is enough to go around. Just because I've got it doesn't mean that you can't have it. I'm not taking away from you. I am adding to the wealth and abundance in the world. And the more I create my life in a wealthy, abundant way, the more I show my daughter, my clients, the people around me that that's possible. And the more money I have to do good things. And this struck me, I was listening to the Rich Dad, Poor Dad audiobook the other day. And this really struck me because he was saying, you know, wealthy families give a lot away. You know, the Rockefeller Foundation, many of these wealthy families create foundations where they can give money away. And they do that because they have money in flow. They don't think, oh, I've got these you know, billions in the bank. I'm going to hold on to it all in case of a rainy day. Rich people don't do that. They're prepared to deal with risk. They put their money into things knowing that some things will succeed and some will fail because they're used to having money and because they expect money to be there for them. And, you know, because they've experienced nothing else, certainly in the future, in the kind of, you know, the future generations. So I really want you to create a positive, dynamic, energetic relationship with money, because if you don't, it will always hold your business back and it will hold your life back. And it will be something that pulls your energy down because we are integrated beings. And for all the positive energy in your business, for everything that you're doing, if you can't create a positive relationship with money, you're never going to create the wealth, the success, the happiness, the fulfillment that is due to you and that I think would create such massive change in the world. And I used to say to people, I think I should win the lottery, actually, because you know, I know I'd do really great things with that money. I know I'd create change in the world with that money. So I think people like me should have lots of money and people like you should have lots of money because then we get to change the world. And we're all here to change the world. If you're listening to this podcast, if you resonate with my messages, then you're here to change the world. And that's how we create extraordinary. So yeah, lots to think about in this episode today. I hope this has been really insightful for you. And this has given you some key actions to take away and think about. What's your relationship with money? Thinking about money as energy, uncovering those kind of embedded and collective beliefs, particularly the ones that you took on as a child, and knowing that money is not really an issue. When you shift your inner world and you shift your inner beliefs, then money will flow to you. It's just a universal thing that's going to happen for you. So I hope this has been helpful. And again, connect with me on social media, come play with me, let me know how this lands. And I hope that in listening to this, it really shifts something around your energy with money and you feel freer and more open and expansive with it than you do today. Speak soon. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Founders Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you're a visionary founder and you're ready to up-level yourself and your business, connect with me at lisamitchell.co.uk forward slash connect.